0: Welcome to Momentum Church. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. It is so good to be with you and just to be able to open in God's word and be encouraged together in worship and in the presence of the Lord. Man, I'm telling you right now, our worship team, week after week after week, take us to the throne room. I know last week I was there in my house, and just it's just an awesome experience. I can't wait to be together, but man, I'm telling you right now, we can worship God anytime. Anywhere. And some of you are going, that's exactly what I'm doing, Ross. I'm listening to this in the car. And I, that's awesome. You catch it when you can catch it, all right? And so today I want to get back into talking about this series we've been looking at called Redefined. And the idea of Redefined is that during this season, God is going to shape us. He's going to define us again, afresh, anew. He wants us to reexamine, reevaluate, especially when it comes to the view to change. And I don't know about you, I don't want to come out of this season the same. I want to come out of this season changed. And so over the course of this series, we've been leaning into the prefix re, R-E. And what does that mean? Re means back or again back, or again. For instance, in the word return, reads the prefix, and turn is the root word. And so we're going to go back. We're going to turn again, all right? We can see that in a lot of examples. When you reject a plan, you throw that plan back. When, when light, like this sun, reflects off a surface, it bends back. When a man's hair recedes, guess what? His hairline It keeps moving back, all right? If somebody in your house has that, you can just elbow them right now. Um, Now listen, another thing, when you return home from an outing, you are turning back home, all right? And I think this is important for us to understand today because I want you to catch this. There are some things that we need to take back in the name of Jesus. And so I've come here today to declare to you that some of you need to take back your peace, some of you, you need to take back your joy. Some of you right now need to make a decision to take back your faith, take back your healing. And let me say this. Some of y'all, I'm just being honest, some of y'all need to take some of the stuff back that you bought from Amazon. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. Oh, my word. This whole shelter in place has not at all affected Amazon. It's because y'all crazy. That's why. All right. You may say, hey, Pastor Ross, why are you preaching from the roof of the church today? And I'll tell you exactly why. Because I believe that there are some artificial limitations that we let rule over us that need to be removed. All right? Did you catch that? Today, removed. Some limitations that need to be moved back again. Some things that maybe at one time you believed you could get over. But now they've kind of crept back in. And they need to be, everybody shout, removed. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so with that, I chose to do this service on top of our church because I want us to understand that there are some ceilings in our life that stand in the way of us, and they stand in the way of God's best for our lives. What do you mean, Pastor, a ceiling? A ceiling is an upper limitation of a space, all right? An upper limitation of a space. And I don't know about you, I just want to say it this way. My God is limitless. Uh, there's no ceiling when it comes to His love. There's no ceiling when it comes to His favor. There's no ceiling when it comes to what He wants to do in and through your life. But at times we live as if there's a roof over our head. We live as if we can't see the sky where God Almighty exists Himself. And He has made a way for us to connect with Him through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, because of that, at times we live underneath shingles. We live underneath roofing. We live underneath this false artificial limitation and we let it rule over us, today I want to stand on this roof, and I want to declare that there is nothing that will keep you from all that God has for you if you will just activate your faith in God. If you'll just allow yourself through the presence of the Holy Spirit today just to, God, stir something up within me to believe great things again, to hope for great things again. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I am preaching with a microphone with the cord on it. And so I might be like, this reminds me of preaching in the tent revivals back in the day. So if I'm a little amped up, I got a microphone with the cord on it. Come on. (laughs) There's no limitations. Amen. What do you let stand between you and Jesus? Let me ask you that. that. That limitation, that thing. What do you allow to stand between you and Jesus and rob you of faith? What is it that you allow to stand between you and the things of God and rob you of hope? What is it that keeps you from believing that there is nothing that can separate you from all that God has for you? Because I do, I believe every one of us at times allow artificial things. Oh, well, I'm not saying they're things you're not really experiencing. I'm just saying there's a power that's greater. There's an ability that's greater. There's a peace and a hope that's greater. And we allow those things to stop us from getting to Jesus, from getting to the one that can do all he desires to do in and through your life. And so I want to look at a passage of scripture in Luke chapter 5, verse 17 through 26, we see an amazing story of a man who had a physical need in his body, and this physical need that he had, he had some friends that helped him get to Jesus, you know this story, and they get him on top of this house, because he was paralytic, and he couldn't walk, and the house is crowded, and they can't get the man in to see Jesus, and so they get on the roof, and oh man, some things start to happen, because they made a decision in faith that that nothing was gonna keep them from the best that God had for them. Let's kinda of jump into this today, all right? Luke chapter 5, verse 17, on one of those days, all right. I, want you, I want you to let that set into your mind just a little bit. On one of those days, as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal. So imagine these men, these teachers of the law, these, these those that had it all figured out. They understood everything, but at times they missed God's best because they had limitations, Jesus, you can't do this, you can't do that. This is a day you can't do this on. This is a person you can't. You, that's an adulteress. You can't heal an adulteress. This is a Sabbath day. You know, we, we, we don't do those things on this day. Whatever it might have been, these are people that understood limitations. But listen, it starts off with, on one of those days. And I love it. The power of the Lord's there to heal. Man, just one of those days. That's how it starts off. Just one of those days. Whew, guys, that's what I want for our church. I want us to be in just one of those days kind of church where just one of those days the roof is going to come off. Just one of those days Jesus is going to heal. Just one of those days. It's an everyday occurrence in the life of the church at this moment. Where wherever Jesus shows up, amazing things start to happen. The power of the Lord that's able to heal starts to show up. And here we can see it's just one of those days. All I want to declare is I just want some just one of those days kind of church. That's all. How many want some days like that to return to the church? Get your hearts ready. I don't know when the doors of this house will open again, but when they do, oh, man, it's going to be just one of those days where Jesus shows up, just one of those days where his power shows up, just one of those days where his miraculous ability to do strong and mighty things in your life shows up. I love that. Just one of those One of those days. It goes on. And behold, some men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they were seeking to bring him and lay him before Jesus. I'm just going to stop all the way through this, if that's okay. It's a little Bible study with Ross today, all right? Who was paralyzed? This wasn't a man born crippled. This is a man who was paralyzed. At one time, this man's legs worked. At one time, this man wasn't bound by limitations. At one time, this man, he ran, he played, he, he, he frolicked. That's a good word. He frolicked, Pastor Corey. The man frolicked. Whatever it might have been. This is a guy that has normal body, if you will, and something happened and he was paralyzed. Something in his life made it difficult for him to get to Jesus for himself. Something happened to where he could not walk on his own accord. And I don't know what that something might be. It may have been an injury. Maybe he was doing something he loved. I have about a 9-inch, 10-inch scar on this arm from an injury from a dirt bike crash. I don't regret it one bit, but this arm doesn't work. This arm literally has some paralysis. You wouldn't know it because I've learned to use it in a certain way. But, man, that was an injury from something I loved, you know. And, And now I'm injured, you know. Maybe this guy was doing something he loved and he can't do that anymore. There's a limitation, and he is blocked from being able to do stuff he loves. Maybe it was an accident. Who knows? He was involved in something he never knew could bring such harm. And he didn't see it coming. And it blindsided him, and now his legs, they don't work any longer, and he's paralyzed. Maybe it was abuse. We don't know the backstory of this, man. But maybe the violence of another took his ability to walk right. Maybe the violence of another took his ability to be able to stand on his own two feet. I say all those things because I'm saying that because I know the Holy Spirit right now is at work in your heart. And you're saying, Pastor, I'm injured. Pastor, I've had an accident in a sense. There was something I didn't realize would bring such harm. And that sin or whatever it might have been has taken me so much further than I ever expected. You know, Maybe for you, it's somebody that you said, yes, I was abused, Pastor. There was violence. There was something perpetrated against me. I was done wrong, and I feel paralyzed to make another decision. I was done wrong, and I feel paralyzed to go into another relationship. I was done wrong, and I feel paralyzed to ever walk into a church again. I want to say, come to Momentum Church. Just don't come through the front door. Come through the roof, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come expecting there's no limitations for you, even if you're paralyzed. Thank God this man had some friends that could see that paralysis in his life and could come. And they were friends that weren't going to let obstacles stand in their way. In verse 19, It says, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went out upon the roof and they let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. Through the tiles. In other words, there were some things between man and Jesus that had to be removed in order for the man to experience all that Jesus had for him. There were some things. I don't know what that might be in your life, but there were some things in there that was blocking him from getting to Jesus. But watch this. And when he saw their faith, he said, man, your sins are forgiven you, and the scribes and Pharisees, here they go. You ready for this limited, limited type speech? The scribes and Pharisees began questioning, saying, who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? That sounds a lot like a limitation to me. That sounds a lot like these were people that were satisfied in and under the ceiling. That they, they, they had seen the top here, and that's as far as they could go. They didn't realize, no, 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 God himself came to forgive, and God himself was in that room to both heal and to forgive. And so there was a limitation. But listen, verse 22, when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered them. Why do you question in your hearts, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, pick up your bed, rise, and go home. You know what that is? He said, I'm going to paraphrase it. I'll remove your sins and your sickness. Do you catch that? These Pharisees are trying to have limitations, but Jesus is saying, no, no, no. There's no limitations. Mm -mm. We've moved those things back. We've removed those things. And while we remove those limitations, while I'm at it, I'll remove your sins and I'll remove your sickness. Verse twenty five, and immediately the man rose before them. He picked up what he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. What he had been laying on, you catch that? He picks that up and he goes on about his that space of limitation. This is all that you have control of. You can't do a thing if somebody doesn't carry you. You can't do no no that place of limitation. Now he just picks it up like it's nothing and he goes on. That thing that's holding you back, I'm calling it a ceiling. And this man, it was a mat. He was stuck to the floor. It wasn't that he was trying to go up. He was stuck. And all I'm saying is he was able to pick that up because of God. And he was able to go home glorifying God and amazement seized them all. And they glorified God and were filled with all saying, we have seen extraordinary things today. Let me say it this way. There were some things between this man and Jesus that had to be removed in order for man to experience all that Jesus had for him. No roof, no ceiling, nothing should keep you from all that Jesus has for you. That's our, our E today, our re. It's the day, today we're looking at the word removed. And I believe there are some shingles. All right, I'm going to call, we said, they say tiles, we use shingles, you know, in our, in our country more. There are some shingles that need to be removed. They move, they need to move back from your life. Some things that in your life that that get in the way. And I started thinking about a few of those things. And one I thought of was debt. You know, it's just a shingle. Could you imagine him tearing that shingle up off the roof so that he can get to Jesus? Man, don't there's times where your fear comes over finances, your broke I've said it so many times broke busted and disgusted but I'm telling you right now Jesus has come so that shingle does not have to stay over your life amen maybe some other people it's addiction and when it comes to addiction you're tearing up I gotta get to Jesus but I'm struggling with vice I'm struggling with addiction with things that are holding me back man just know God's not threatened by that there's not one thing that he can't deliver you from. Man, you're there in that house. There's not one thing he can't deliver you from. That vice, He can rip that shingle up so that you can get to the presence of God and find your victory. Amen. What about false images? Man, that shingle over your life, that ceiling, if you will, that roof over you, that tries to diminish who you are. Sometimes that false image <coughs> comes and it's low self-esteem. It's a negative. You know, And you can't think highly enough of yourself to realize that you're the righteousness of God. You're the seed of Abraham. You are above and not beneath, the head and not the tail. And the enemy has you believing that you have have to settle for living underneath that ceiling, and underneath that roof. But Jesus has come to rip that shingle off of that false image of yourself. Some people, the false image is on the other side. It's a high self-image. And you're too high-minded. And, and God wants to touch you. But the ceiling that you have is your pride. It's your pride. And today, you've got to let the enemy or let God pull that shingle off of your life, that label, if you will, and pull that pride off of your life, you know. This one here, there's nothing written on it because I don't know what your fear might be. I don't know. This could be a thousand things. There's all sorts of fears that people have, all sorts of doubts that people have. But I'm telling you right now, God wants you to pull that fear up so you can get a glimpse of Jesus. That you can go in in faith and let God do a healing work in your life. Amen. So these shingles, these are things that the enemy has tried to hold over you. Does that make sense? The shingle is being tried to hold over you for too long. Amen. And so my prayer for you today, it comes out of Colossians. And we're going to close with this because whatever today is God ministered to your heart, you, you know what it is. You know that thing that is a ceiling. You know that thing that's like a shingle, like something that's been written against you. You sense it, and God's stirring faith in you to say, no, no, I know who I am in Christ. I want to go after the things of God. I want all that Jesus has for me. I might need a friend to help me get there. I might need a friend to help carry me there. I might need a friend to help pull some shingles. That's all right. That's what the church is for. That's what we're for, okay? But when it comes down to it, you have to make that decision. All right? And so here's what the scripture tells us. In Colossians 2, verse 13 and 14, Jesus made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all transgressions. Watch this. Having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us. One translation, translation says the handwritings that have been written against us, those things that are written on those shingles that try to limit you, those things right there. He has canceled those things out of those things that have been written against us, which was hostile to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Amen? And so I want you to have hope today. And just know, man, there are, there is no limitation that God can't handle. Don't let a ceiling, something artificial, stand in your way of all that God has for you. And get ready to experience what God's going to do next in your life as you allow him to remove some stuff that needs to be removed. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much that, Lord, in my own life, there have been so many limitations, so many things that through these years, from childhood to now, that at times I see as a ceiling. And I just think, Lord, how in the world can I ever rise up? How in the world can I get past this limitation? But God, time and time and time again, not because of me, but because of you. You have brought me through. And Lord, I know for my friends right now, as they submit it to the cross, as they submit these things to you, Jesus, you will give them the breakthrough that they need as well. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Love you guys. God bless you. And as always, we are with you on the journey. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.momentumchurch.tv.